0: Uh oh. Uh
1: oh. Does everybody know what time it is? Home and Podcast Time. That's right. Benford Tools is proud to present the Home Improvement Podcast. My name is Adam Michaels my co host, Jordan. Hi, Jordan adam
0: how are you today i'm all right how are you
1: just chilling i'm
0: good although i'm a little bit freaked out which i guess is appropriate for a halloween episode of home improvement you sent me a really weird picture and i don't really know what it's about so can yeah. you explain it to me before i have some nightmares tonight
1: <laughs> <laughs> nightmares and dreamscapes yes i will jordan this is a spooky app so um you know i was kind of struggling with coming up with some spooky opening banter um I even went so far as to do a poll, uh, but I'm going to just go ahead and ignore the results of that poll and talk <laughs> about this instead. Sorry, everybody. I'd, I'd like to know what that poll is, though. Well, you'll hear about it at the. Uh, okay. You'll hear about it at the end of the show. Um, All right. Which will be
0: something, something for our listeners to stay tuned for, even if you don't like our banter.
1: Yeah. Uh, so basically, I uh, I was out walking this morning, Jordan. Um, you know, that's what I do. I walk. Uh, I walk in the morning. I walk in the afternoon, and I walk in the evening. And that's just kind of what my life is these days. Some uh, people call you a walker. For better or worse. Uh, you know, never done so much walking in my life, but that's okay. Uh, I take solace in these small things that I can enjoy. Walking is one of them. So I'm out this morning on my morning stroll. It's pleasant. It's hot. You know, it's getting hot up here in, in Milwaukee. Probably, it might have been 70, 73, 74 degrees, Jordan. Um that's and not too shabby. It's not too shabby. feels hot to me, though. Um, and I'm just kind of walking, listening to my podcast. My brain is just kind of going all over the place, thinking we sh- about... We should probably know what podcast you're listening to. Well, hey, man, Twilight Pwn released their first episode in about 13 months, so... About a... what? Night Gallery. Okay. They kept going after Twilight Zone, doing sort of a la carte stuff, but uh, they, they are... So their episodes are so sparingly done that uh, yeah it was it was April 2019. So uh, I queued that up, listened to it, enjoyed it. Great to have uh, great to have Fred and John back, but it's not the point, Jordan. So I'm walking down a side street um, and near a bar I frequent uh, or have frequented in the past, and I see uh, a few items by by the road, trash as it were, um, mm, litter. No, um, more like things that someone is moving out of their house, is, but is too lazy to take to goodwill like they should. You know, ah. uh, desks, uh, couches, tables, things like that. Uh, things that I would normally be kind of excited to see, but in the age of coronavirus, I find a little bit gross. Um, so, uh, I'm walking by and I see I see a table, and on this table, there is a triangle. Mm. And this triangle... Is the picture I set you? It's mm-hmm. a board game, and it is yeah. It's, it's it has a huge eye in the center of it.
0: It's and a board it, game. I would have never guessed that that was a board game.
1: Yeah, and it's called Ubi, and I've since looked it up. Um, and it, ha- it has a huge like blue eye. It's called Ubi, and what does it say underneath it? It says. Well, it says the world according to Ubi. So I'm thinking, is this, like, a Ouija board? Or, like, am I coming into some cult kind of stuff? Um,
0: Do you want to know what I thought it was before you keep going? Yeah, please. I thought it was some weird, like... uh, I didn't realize it was a board game, first of all. But the only thing when I say UBI, I think of universal basic income. So I was like, is this some, like... Propaganda against universal basic income, and that you were sending me. So I mean, definitely that,
1: not that. The fact that you would think that when you saw UBI is is a telling uh, confession because I don't even know what what that means. Um, uh, well, I don't. I think
0: I think it's kind of a popular thing nowadays. You, but what's sure. it called?
1: Universal, universal
0: basic, In- basic income.
1: Mm, okay, nerd. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it when you say something's universal that I've never heard of. That's always, the. it's always a good thing. Like, I didn't say
0: it was universal, but I think it's more popular nowadays than it has been in, you know,
1: years and years and years, so. Sounds like a pull. Sounds like a pull. Uh, in any case, it wasn't your, uh... It was not UBI It wasn't your I TED Talk lingo that you're bringing out. <laughs> uh, it was, it's a board game, but I thought, yeah, I was thinking, like, okay, Ouija board, like, cult paraphernalia, yeah. uh... This seems like the start of like a an Edgar Allan Poe or a, an early Stephen King story. Do I take this, bring it home, Kirsten and I open it? and Next thing you know, like our apartment's haunted. Like, what's the future hold for me in this thing? I think uh, you definitely have another
0: story on your hands.
1: Uh, it, v- very well, maybe I so badly wanted to open it, wanted to bring it home, wanted to look through it, experiment, so on and so forth. But uh, I just don't want to touch other people's trash right now, so I, so I left it. <laughs> So,
0: did you ever find out what it was?
1: Yeah, I the. the uh, this is per boardgamegeek.com, which is okay. probably, probably one of your favorite websites. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound like a bad website. From the creators of Trivial Pursuit, Ubi is a trivia game where you must strive to build your Ruby Ubi pyramid. Oh, Each boy. time you successfully answer a question, you get a piece of your pyramid provided you answer with the required precision, and precision is in quotes the answers are given based on the map provided, so your answer is basically a geographical area which you feel applies to the question or statement. I read that paragraph and I'm more confused yeah, I don't know the, I, I'm <laughs> it's 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 so so cryptic that it's, it's even more suspicious. Right? It's, it's not like,
0: what I would have expected though, from looking at the picture, and knowing that it's a board game, so I don't know, very weird
1: well, let me look at the pictures. Um, yeah, man, that is weird. It's, yeah, it's so sort of bizarre. Uh, just wait for this to look.
0: Okay. You know how you're so, supposed to, with any, like, good product, you're supposed yeah. to be able to explain it in, like, a sense. Elevator pitch, yeah. I'm yeah, this, <laughs> this, <not laughs>
1: this would take an, an elevator to, like, the top of, uh, you know, like, the Empire State Building and, and down to explain it, and I would probably still be scratching my head. Okay, so it's, like, a gl- weird... Uh, I got half of mine to go back and grab it if it's still there. And I have a feeling <laughs> it's still going to be there. But uh, wipe it down. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I just wanted to share that because we're dealing with witches and witchcraft and uh, no wizardry, but, you know, wizard adjacent, I guess you would say. Um, it's wizard food.
0: adjacent content. That's what people come to Home Improvement or Home and Podcast for,
1: and Home Improvement. Honestly, Both, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you same. know, so it deemed important. Is there anything you wanted to say, sort of off the bat, here that has happened to you that's either spooky or um, scary or I don't know, Jordan, um, from uh, like the fourth or fifth dimension? Nothing from the fourth or fifth dimension.
0: The other night, uh, there was a big, big thunderstorm, and right after it was like over,
1: oh, wait. Sorry, Jordan. I'm sorry to interrupt you as you're starting your story, but someone's at the door. Oh, who could it be? Uh, come on in, you old sandbagger. <laughs> sorry, he's, he's he's a bat right now. He's flying over. Well, oh, it's a... too bright over there. It is. T- I, I, I'll pull the blinds. Hello, Jordan. It is me, Drac. Drac is uh, back. <laughs> you know,
0: I didn't know if you would make it because you wrote a very cryptic letter from Transylvania.
1: Yes, I wrote it in my own blood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you usually do.
1: How are you doing? How is your family?
0: (laughs) You know you don't want to know that. I know that you're just looking for new victims, so I'm not going to tell you if they're good or bad.
1: (laughs) How is that wife of yours? Ah, Yabo, (laughs) yabo. Yabo, yabo. Drac, like season eight of Home Improvement, is very, very horny. (laughs) (laughs) That I believe. Mm. That I believe. Well,
0: man, I'm so glad you're here, Dracula. Are you going to be joining us the whole show?
1: Most certainly not. I am <laughs> uh, I'm heading down to, uh, hmm, what is it? Uh, I guess it is Cobo Hall in Detroit. And uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm going to uh, just hang out there. I like uh, old kind of decrepit places, so.
0: Yeah, there's most certainly not an exhibition there, so not a lot of victims or anything. So,
1: Do you feel as though I sound different than I used to? <laughs> You've got a little
0: bit more of a German accent, I feel like now.
1: Yes, that is uh, that is calculated. I, I've uh, been hunting in, in Germany for quite some time. Well, better go. Hey, congratulations on the podcast, Ron. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye, Drak. Drak is back! Uh,
0: you know, this does remind me... I was recently looking through all of my voicemails, and there's, like, six voicemails from you. Mm-hmm. From all the way dating back to, like, 2014. Yeah. Three are from for T. Belmont. Yeah. Uh, two other characters that I don't really remember, but uh, the, I, I, was, I was having some laughs the other day looking at that, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, do me a favor. Go ahead and delete those voicemails.
0: <laughs> I actually was going to string them together. You know, you talked about how the Twilight Pwn has some stuff that they've done ad hoc after the podcast i was yeah. thinking
1: maybe we could put these out um does the subject matter uh, <laughs> reflect <laughs> well on me I, I, you know, it's I, I think it
0: ages better than stuff you did in high school
1: well sure yeah i mean <laughs> I, I, I would hope so uh yeah i used to call you when you uh would give me the time of day but you know the last couple times i called you know you're always so busy and distracted that i, I just can't i can't take it anymore
0: yeah uh you used to do a lot more driving is that why you would call me yeah you, that, that okay. also
1: yeah yeah now,
0: yeah now you don't drive so there's no one to no I don't go to call anywhere me.
1: yeah no going anywhere just um, on your walks and that's more you know contemplating that's peaceful i don't call people on my walks um yeah well it sure it was great to talk to Drac. it's weird that he did sound like fez from that 70s show at the end but uh you know people change podcasts change what, what more can you say the only constant in life is change well said. And with that, should we get into this week's episode? Episode hundred and eighty two is Bewitched. Written by, <laughs> written
0: by Jennifer Salata and Adam England. They last the duo teamed up for the right stuff. Hmm. It was last season. That's a heavy hitter. It was a heavy hitter. This one aired October twenty seventh, nineteen ninety eight. Alternative titles, I've got three.
1: Uh Gentleman's Five. Gentleman's Five. Uh go first. Okay, how about Gio, Tim? (laughs) (laughs) I've got one similar. Uh, Tim's Torture Chamber. Wow. Uh, Give me... I mean, none of these are good, I should also say. Um, Where there's a Wilson, there's a prank?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I might have done this one before, but I also struggled, so... One good prank deserves another. Doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Uh,
1: how about, woo hoo! Wilson's witchy woman.
0: <laughs> so far, we're three for three on themes. Yep. My last one is
1: the witching half hour. That's good. I like that. Um, this one's uh for all you Macbeth fans out there. Oh. Uh, you know, you I know don't... the play starts with the witches, and uh, I read you know, that last last year for Halloween perfect so you know what i'm talking about so i'm gonna go ahead and give you a little double double tim's in trouble i almost did that you should have it would have been
0: well i your, knew you were gonna best. do it
1: <laughs> yes you <laughs> dangle an easy shakespeare opportunity in front of me and i'll take it <laughs> did you know i have a master's degree do you yeah You're such an
0: academic it's, use, right. it's you...
1: very useful <laughs> it seems like it you have a last one right oh yeah this sucks but it's kind of funny that meddlesome mozart
0: oh mozart
1: he's meddlesome have we have
0: have we seen mozart before i guess probably i don't remember him but it's it's one of those things where i don't remember him but he seems like he's been there all
1: along when uh moe binford was making that polywanna lawyer joke do you think she was ma- talking about mozart she wouldn't dare insult mozart they're both in the same number of episodes <laughs> I'm going to let you open, Jordan. I, I, uh, I have had some difficulty with my allergies, as I told you before the show, so uh, I'm going to try to save my throat for only the really important comments.
0: <laughs> so basically you're not going to talk until the polls come we'll up? We'll see. All
1: right, well,
0: first thing I noted, first scene, we start at home, and Mark is alive. We haven't seen him for the last two episodes, and he's here. So Mark and Brad come downstairs. It's uh, Halloween, and Tim is trying to pull one of his pranks but the boys you know they think they're too old for this and he eventually gets them to open the fridge it is full of not orange juice not pancakes not meatloaf but severed heads so yeah Uh i don't know i guess if they were trying to make this seem like it shouldn't be scary they did a good job because everyone saw it coming a mile away uh, Jill comes in. She is a busy bee today. Uh, she Tim suggests some tea or something before she gets off. You know, running all of her errands or whatever. And out pops a bloody something. I don't yeah, know what that this was, is.
1: That was confusing. I was like, is this like a spleen or what are we doing here?
0: I thought it was like. Did you ever play a House of Dead at like an arcade? Uh, no. But you should. Maybe you should be
1: coming up and getting that Ubi game. It sounds like it might be up your alley. <laughs>
0: It's a good arcade game, but uh, there's like these little creatures that it reminded me of, but kind of like super mini Tremors. I know you know Tremors.
1: Definitely know Tremors. Yeah, very familiar with Tremors. A little too familiar.
0: <laughs> if you know what I mean. All right, well, we don't know what this is, but it's not scary either, and Jill doesn't fall for the gag. She just, it reminds her of something. I don't remember what it was, but Jill is it, support reminds
1: her that it's Halloween.
0: Uh, I guess so. Jill is supportive of Tim's quest for a prank here, because, um, like, she wants him to feel like you know he's doing a good job. She's faking it, I guess you could say. And as she leaves, she pretends to be scared by a, a falling skeleton in the garage. So Tim's trying his best, but he's just kind of failing. And you know, and after eight seasons, you know, pres- presumably he's been doing this for longer than that. I think everyone kind of sees it coming at this point.
1: Yeah. Uh, my th- my thoughts. Well. Much, much of this episode I thought with regards to the pranks and the things they were, they were trying to do uh, costly endeavor you know uh, these, these heads in the refrigerator, expensive tool time set is like <laughs> very very like, that would have been all of uh, tool time's budget for the year I think would be constructing that sort of like dungeon chamber unless um, they
0: like, built everything themselves maybe
1: well that's a, yeah. do they have the manpower? I don't know um, Al seems to have time on his hands. Not anymore now that he's dating. You know how <laughs> well, it is. You know how it is. You Jordan. know what? Trudy could probably pay for all that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe Trudy did did commission that. Uh, Judy, Trudy, give me that booty. Um, there is uh, mention in this first scene of Wilson's Halloween party later. Oh, uh, I don't know if you mentioned that, but we're, sort of, not. we're sort of setting the table there. Uh, there's also, you know, Tim is, he's lamenting his inability to prank, uh, and there's a, a joke about his sexual performance, you know, I can't perform anymore, I've heard that this happens to men of my age, and Jill says, you were great last night, yeah. and, uh, this is the line that Dracula loved. The hordiness continues. And I, I just kind—I kind of like this opening scene. It is Jill just kind of like trying to sort of—it's uh, just like a pat on the head to her husband, like you know, good try. Uh, you know, we're, we're all pulling for you in this, but it's not really working. I, I thought it was no. funny, and it, and it did set the table well. So
0: it did. It did set the table well. All you want right. to talk about the torture chamber?
1: Yeah. So uh, dressed in. I don't know. Eighteenth century. Guard? I wrote eighteenth century as well. Okay. All right. Must be uh, must be one of this. If two if two guys that know nothing about you know that arrow say so, it's got to be. Um, it's like I don't know. I don't really get what they're. Tr- I don't really get what the tool time angle is for this. Yeah. Why are they doing this? Yeah. So they're. just... I guess
0: just because it's Halloween and these are technically tools.
1: I guess, Yeah, so they're looking at devices. The torture chamber gets a bad name. Again, very, very uh, realistic set. Uh, there's a gag about a shirt stretching. I couldn't really see what that... What was that piece of machinery? I didn't really get that. It was the rack. So you would
0: put people on that and stretch oh. their arms okay. and stuff, and they Makes stretch the s- sleeves, so... Uh,
1: Tim's arm is visibly fake throughout the scene. Al is very much aware of that tim's not doing a good job hiding it um i guess we later find out it's a red herring i guess or it's like oh yeah he's doing it on purpose yeah and uh and al is
0: like you're not gonna get me with this whatever gag you're doing
1: yeah uh so al yeah al a little bit later a lot of laters in this episode a shocking Mm -hmm. number of laters uh, a little bit later in tool time uh they're moving over to the guillotine or the guillotine as i call it and Al, you know, he, he's had enough of this fake arm. He's just going to play along. And uh, Tim goes over to the guillotine, chops off his hand. And it's pretty lame. And, uh, you know, very lame in the moment. And Al's kind of, again, sort of giving him that pat on the head. The audience claps mockingly in response. But then as Al's kind of letting his guard down, a hand comes out of, like, a basket and grabs him. And he's terrified. He's still got it. Still got it. Halloween King. Tim Tim's still got it, yeah. yeah. yeah he should have quit while he was ahead, I think. Well, yeah. He does have the last laugh in this episode, which is
0: yeah, kind of confusing, kinda actually.
1: Kind of stupid, yeah. <laughs> kind of undercuts the whole episode, but right, sure. Right, yeah.
0: Later we go to Wilson's. Tim is chopping some wood for Wilson, I guess. I don't know why. Wilson has a new girlfriend that we learn about, so I guess the chapter on Judith is closed. We could assume that because we haven't seen her forever, but there was really
1: no closure there. I didn't have closure. Adam, did you have closure? You know what? That's just real life, though, I guess. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) Sometimes you don't get closure. Okay. Well, Wilson
0: wants Tim's opinion on on this new lady. I don't know if we get her name in the scene or not, but it's Agatha. Mm -hmm. And as they're talking about this, Tim gets Wilson with a, a gag shoe where he pretends that he while chopping wood, the axe went through his boot, and he's he's bleeding profusely. Wilson's, I mean, Wilson's concerned. Yeah. He probably gave Wilson, like, a semi-heart attack
1: here. He should feel bad. It looks bad. pretty good. It does. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, yeah, I don't know. If I, if I blame Wilson, should he be on guard? Yeah, but it looks so realistic, you know?
0: Do you think Tim just went over there and was like, hey, can I chop some wood?
1: I wondered what the wood was for. Yeah, he said, I'm splitting wood for your party is it a bonfire we don't see that i didn't see that are they giving away wood as party favors that's i think not, they were gonna burn fun
0: they were gonna burn agatha at the stake whoa
1: do you know anyone that pranks like this do you know any pranksters in real life
0: not really no me
1: neither uh, presumably they're out there i you always hear about them
0: <laughs> you always hear ashton ashton kutcher
1: yeah, I mean, I you know everybody talks about how George Clooney is a, is a big time prankster, but that's I, true. I, uh, I I don't meet these people in real life. I think if you knew them, that would be pretty annoying. You know, like that would be pretty tedious. Especially
0: if it was every like Halloween and be like, can we just not do that? Yeah. Well, I feel like there was the, and for pranks, I feel like it was
1: more April Fools than it was for Halloween. I know, but that's what makes Tim different. He's a different kind of prankster. He's a a different kind of. A new breed. A new breed. Okay. Well. There's a new breed of prankster. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Is it party time? It's party time. All right. So I love this alien costume in the beginning
0: (laughs) aliens and trolls. I think that was a troll.
1: Yeah, but you got to love that alien. You know, that's just vintage. That's vintage late 90s alien content.
0: It seems like a lot of these costumes that we get here are vintage. Everything.
1: Hey, hear about these aliens? <laughs> hear about these little green men? Jill what, is a witch, I, and yeah. uh, Tim is a flying monkey from The Wizard of Oz, and I don't think I've ever seen the audience love something Clap. more than, more oh than they loved his entrance here. I mean, the costume is really solid, and and The Wizard of Oz has like that universal... Um, Recognizability, not really a word, but like everybody knows the Wizard of Oz, so I guess it's just sort of a collective like, man, we are loving it. Yeah,
0: yeah it is strange. I think they clap more here than they're going to in the series finale.
1: <laughs> so They haven't clapped this much since Karen exited the show in season one or two.
0: Ouch. <laughs> Sorry, Betsy Randall. You're not you're never gonna get interviewed by boom
1: Adam. Roasted. Bye bye, Betsy. She's got that kid meets world money or whatever that show is called. Girl, <laughs> Girl Meets World? Meets world? Yeah. Uh, right. Wilson is a musketeer, question mark? I think he's Captain Hook here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, Tim makes a munchkins joke to Jill. He wants to make munchkins later because he's hoardy again. Like, just This is such a hordy <laughs> season. I don't think I got that joke. I yeah, didn't write it down. Yeah, he says he wants to make munchkins later. Oh, man. Which... <laughs> this really, whole season is pretty If you really peel wild. back the onion on that Munchkins joke, it's like, what? Uh, Wait a minute. Like kids? <laughs> or like, what do you mean? Okay. Uh, attorney helping redo Wilson's will, which you know is going to come back at some point. Of course it does. I thought it was very weird to see the attorney there. you know who the attorney was under that mask? Who? Oh. Uh, Milton, the I don't go for that kind of thing guy. <sighs> I'm not shocked by that. That's kind of fun. I don't know. Yeah. I wish, that, I wish that we could. If if ever I could get, if ever we could talk to Carmen Fenestra again, which I'm not even saying I really want to do, I would <laughs> I would wonder about that. I would ask him about that. This guy in general. Yeah, like what's this guy's like? What's his deal? How's he? How's he? Who's he friends he, with? He's basically integral to everything that happens. So. He's the unsung hero of home improvement. He's the real MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, al comes in. He is a butterfly. I don't know. Monarch butterfly is okay. what I wrote. The yeah.
0: Crowd loves that too.
1: I don't. I wasn't as impressed by that one. I mean,
0: it did seem pretty lame.
1: Yeah, these costumes are are both expensive looking and just kind of uh, elaborate. But that's sort of what home improvement does, you know. So,
0: also uh, not a Halloween party I've ever been to with this quite of elaborate costumes. I feel like.
1: Yeah, we used to have them back in the day, but we never invited you. So.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> you were too busy studying UBI. <laughs> 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 all right uh go ahead
0: tim and this is later yeah you t- this is the string of laters there's like six that i have let me uh, down here.
1: i'm sorry this. let me give uh agatha's bio
0: before we go any yeah. further yeah we're about to talk to her about her talk about her so uh
1: man how do i say this name <laughs> you asked for it Natalia no nagulik uh, nailed it Yeah, it's got to be the right pronunciation, definitely. Any big Agatha fan, let us know if we got it right. Nothing like some stupid guy from the Midwest butchering a name that's not real American. Um, Credits to her name, Jordan. 151. That's a lot. Best known for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. She's Miss (laughs) Shirley. I've seen that movie enough. I should be able to think of it. Uh, Hoffa, Two Broke Girls, Star Trek, The Next Generation. Last couple of years, Chicago Med. Shameless, everybody's on Shameless, I guess, uh, and Glee. So she's still around. I liked her. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, fun, fun, perfor- fun performance. She's good. She's doing what she needs to do. Yep. So this is
0: when Tim and Jill meet her for the first mm-hmm. time, yeah. and she's a real witch. She says she's a real witch. Um, she she talks about like how she found out twelve years ago. She's now a high priestess at the local coven. Tim is making jokes because he doesn't. He thinks she's just like kind of sticking to character a little bit too much here yeah but uh later can i may, ma- may i cut in uh only if you're dancing with me and not Agatha.
1: i'm <laughs> tapping your right shoulder or is it left <laughs> shoulder and i'm asking your dance partner if i may cut in. all right go ahead um wilson describes agatha as his special friend which yeah. is a gross way to say it. Come on. <laughs> what are we doing? This is, Tim is not your, like, child of divorce that you're trying to shield from, like, what's actually happening. Like, that's just, I don't it gives me the creeps. It's like when Jill calls the Colonel Daddy.
0: They're, those are different things. Um, I will fight that to this day. Agree, but yeah, yeah, it is, it is weird. I agree disagree.
1: i uh, so Colonel. Happy Halloween. <laughs> um, Back from the dead. Yeah, he he should be this episode. Oh man. Uh she's a Dianic witch as well, which probably means something, but I didn't look it up. You may resume.
0: Thank you for that.
1: Please uh pause so t- between later so I can comment <laughs> on every single happening. Alright,
0: well, and get ready to cut in because this uh, is gonna be short. Tim and Agatha are alone this time mm-hmm. and Tim struggle I mean, there is a good like ten seconds of Tim struggling to get through a door here with mm-hmm. his monkey monkey uh wings. Pretty pretty good, actually. Maybe one of my favorite parts of the episode. Agatha doesn't appreciate Tim's jokes, because he's continuing them here, making more and more jokes. At this point, is Tim making fun of her because he thinks she is still in character, or he's just, like, mocking her? I don't know.
1: Um, tapping your shoulder, may I cut in? Um, it is time for you to come in. The I didn't like Tim going through the door. It took too long. Mm. Hurry it up. <laughs> I don't have all day. <laughs>
0: I mean, you do have 22 minutes. I
1: don't have all day here. Um yeah, I was just like thinking during this like god forbid Tim ever like respect anybody, you know, like he has to anytime he's slightly uncomfortable, he just has to like, you know, resort Mo- to
0: mockery. Yeah, it's kind of his MO and it always has been and he never learns his lesson. You may resume <laughs> <laughs> later. Wilson and Tim are chatting about Agatha. Uh, I don't know if Tim I think Tim says is she crazy or something like that and Wilson says you know what yeah. I've been trying to break up with her yeah. I tried three times but she won't take no for an answer what do I do have you ever been afraid of someone that you're dating
1: sounds so. like you uh, with this podcast trying to break up with me three times you always trick me back
0: into it and you know what now we're down to about 22 episodes or so yeah, so I guess I we should, just gotta keep it up
1: um yeah At what point did you, uh, we'll just spoil the ending because anybody listening to this knows. At what point did you know she was, did you know what was happening? Were you hip to it right away?
0: No, I was not hip to it right away. I would say probably this scene, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I, I, yeah. I
0: kind of remembered what was going on once this scene happened. I definitely
1: did not remember this episode, but I think yeah, when Wilson is saying he's afraid to break up with her, I'm like, okay, yeah, that is that is sort of suspicious because Wilson does not have any problem leave, <laughs> leaving a woman at the curb. Just ask <laughs> Judith. <laughs> Wilson will nestle his way into your life and then just ghost you for forever. That's his you will never emo. hear from her again. All right. Uh, you know what, you might as well just finish this off. You're doing good.
0: (laughs) Later, Jill got her palm read. Uh, The palm reader said she has a nice butt.
1: That's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Liked it. It's funny because
0: it's like, the last three laters have been spooky, and this Mm -hmm. is just kind of a break in that. Yeah, I like it. came, Came unexpected as well. Tim shares the advice that he gave to Wilson, and we see across the room, the breakup is actually happening at the party. Probably not a great move, whether or not this was a real thing, but I guess it I has to happen. I didn't I didn't see that. Oh, well, it's happening. And Jill, the, uh, the hypocrite that she is, yeah, says... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't glad, meddle.
1: Glad you're picking up on that, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: do you want to cut in?
1: No, I just mean, like, she says, like, don't invade other people's lives, and it's like, okay, sure. Sure, everything
0: you do in every other episode. <laughs> Have you ever
1: watched the show? <laughs> do you know who you are? Yeah.
0: Alright, last later for me, at the Taylor home, Wilson is late for dinner, and there was no answer on the telephone, and so Tim decides to go over and see what's keeping
1: him. Okay, yeah, um, big question here, is this the same night? It's gotta be the next day.
0: Uh, yeah. Dinner next
1: day, so he's been gone all day. Okay. That was not clear to me, so I'm thinking, like, what, are they having dinner at, like, two in the morning? Three in the morning. morning. <laughs> I mean, they didn't, it it, it certainly felt like the same night, but you're right, it has to be the next day.
0: Well, if there's one thing we know about home improvement, time is (laughs) elusive.
1: The writers don't wear watches. Um, (laughs) They don't even understand time in general. All right, Wilson's house, I'll I'll cut in here. Uh, May I cut in? Please. Okay. that can't be the
0: way that people act I feel like anytime you see that in the movie the the guy who is usually getting cut out I guess it would be is mad but in
1: this case I'm gracious about it okay here's here's how it works in movies okay (laughs) guy okay there's this It's basically crazy, stupid love kind of, you know, like she's dating Josh Groban, but she's kind of flirting with Ryan Gosling. And then she's like, you know, she's going to be dancing with Josh Groban and she's not really having a good time. But then Gosling comes in and he taps his shoulder and it's just like, well, hey, you know, guess what? Everything's done for you. Relationship's over. That's sort of how I would would describe it.
0: Mm -hmm. What do you make of uh, Are you saying my relationship with home improvement is
1: over? I mean, we're getting there. Get close. (laughs) Well, in this case, please cut in. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Gruntwork, may I have this dance? (laughs) Things are askew. No Wilson. Mozart repeats the witch's spell. We didn't say it earlier, but it's like, I don't know. It's like a cliche witch thing. I didn't really write it down. Um, (laughs) We didn't really even mention Mozart very much, but he's been around.
0: Mozart's getting episode. a
1: lot of play in this episode. Mozart may very well end up being the Season 8 MVP. Um, Wilson's hat is in the middle of a pentagram with candles and the amulet that the witch was using to curse Tim earlier. Not dissimilar from the Ubi board game I saw on my walk this morning. Um, that's basically it for that scene. Right? Yeah, I think Mozart says
0: something creepy and Tim bounces. Mozart says,
1: "You're gonna die tonight."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seven days. All right. Uh, back... it made me have a lot of questions about Mozart.
1: <laughs> yeah. How'd they pull off the bird stuff? Is this a real bird? Is it? Is it? No, it's some... a woman. It's a woman's voice. There's a IMDb credit.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was wondering about like in the show world, but sure.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean you weren't really wondering if the bird was talking? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I kind of figured they could pull this off Hollywood one way Wait, or did another. did you think this
1: was the real Mozart, like the, the pianist?
0: <laughs> I wondered how he pecked all those keys with just one beak.
1: Did you ever hear the joke? Of, uh, oh, what is it? It's like, I can't even remember. Forget it. Forget it. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> I'll think about it later. Back home. Uh, you know, we, we kind of know at this point what's happening. But uh, Tim comes back, tells the family what he saw. Tim says, i got to call 911. Jill says, they're number three on speed dial. Oh, my gosh. It's it's a joke. Tim, Tim an idiot. I I know, he's an idiot. Jill's like, Tim's just like, yeah, I guess they are. I guess it's a joke. Like, you know, they call them so much they have to be on speed dial. Um, Did your family use speed dial in the 90s? Mm. We definitely didn't. I don't think so. I don't remember using that. We had a
0: rotary phone, a yellow rotary phone, phone hanging in our kitchen so that one definitely didn't do
1: it But <laughs> kind of charming uh, it, t- it was charming, that's
0: why it was still there
1: <laughs> We didn't sure? do it because it was practical Are you sure? <laughs> uh, 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 Tim gives their address which I think is the first time we've ever heard it
0: And I didn't write it down
1: 508 Glenview Road I mm. wonder if it's real
0: not gonna look it up. Me either.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay. You see, the other. F- the call goes to the cop. It's a fake cop. This is when at? things really go <laughs> off the rails, I, I feel mean, like. I mean. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. It's Al and Wilson and, like, a bunch of, like, random dudes. And, okay, you find out later. Well, you don't ever really find out who they are, but you at least find out later that they're cops. But when. Like, this call happens, okay, it's like, Tim's calling, you see Wilson and Allen, you see the guy pretending to be a cop, but then there's, like, two other guys there, and I'm like, who are these people? Are these, like, people Tim has pranked in the past, and he's, they're trying to get back at him? It was not clear to me. Boys from the precinct who want, who want Tim Taylor's butt. Are these actors within the world of the show?
0: Within the world of the show?
1: You yeah, mean, like, what? did Wilson hire actors to do this, or who are these guys? I thought they were cops. Do you think they're real cops? That's what it seemed like to me. Okay. Cause that, they,
0: they got was, real badges. They can't be impersonating. I mean, at the end, there's, like, a bunch of
1: sirens and everything. Okay, but that seems like a real misuse of uh I, I agree. That's resources. why it was very concerning for well, me. I also thought impersonating an officer in the way that they are is, <laughs> is a real problem. Trouble. Right. I mean,
0: I feel like if it was, like, a fake thing, they would maybe... Tim would maybe catch up on that. So, <clears throat> so
1: Wilson is just friends with, like... A bunch of cops, were we're, you're thinking I don't
0: have any other Explanation for it, Adam
1: Alright, seems a little fishy Tim leaves Uh, Jill and Brad are gloating To each other, Mark is not a part of this Right, it doesn't seem like it
0: Mm, I have a feeling Mark's not a part of anything At this point
1: (laughs) (laughs) An outcast in his own world I don't even think he's in that band anymore Oh man, where's Ronnie Ronnie. All right. Mm, speak up. Uh Wilson's House Fake Cops. I like these cops.
0: Uh, <laughs> they're they're funny. Robertson something. McIntyre.
1: Ro- Robertson McIntyre. Yeah, it's funny cuz it's just like very like Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, it's funny, and it's like the but McIntyre, you just got your badge back, <laughs> which I always love. Um, it's really they
0: they lean into it, so it is pretty it's funny. funny.
1: And the guy, the the guy that plays Roberts is very very like recognizable. Um, yeah, his name is Richard Rule. Uh, he he rules. Pronunciation again is tough. Uh, best known for four hundred and five credits. Good God, and that's why you recognize him. Uh, that's. I mean, I don't. I know that's I say prolific. this a lot, but that's got to be the most we've ever seen. Um, best known for Casino, Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, The Man from Earth, and uh, Office Space. I mean, it's the big one. That's, yeah. He's the guy that does the jump to conclusions, Matt. He's funny. Um, the other guy I recognized, his name is David Starzik. He's McIntyre, and um, 123 credits to his name, so no slouch. But uh, best known for Cam Girls, Lost, Meteor, CSI Miami. But I know him from Veronica Mars, where he plays Richard Casablancas. So, what a name that is! Yeah, it's uh, definitely not a uh, reference to the movie. No, it is. Um, <laughs> I can see, I can see Adam, I can see us doing this shtick.
0: You know, good cop, bad cop. I can see you flying off the handle. Yeah, me calming you down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> easy, big fella, easy. <laughs> you just got your badge back. Think about your kids. Yeah. <laughs> about your family you got bills to pay mcintyre it is very very funny i liked it a lot um but we don't get mcintyre quite yet but he comes in so what's the difference um okay he's in Well, he's showing the cop through um, a lot of jokes about tim being a flying monkey the emerald city precinct um precinct rather yeah,
0: because they're they're mocking his idea
1: like that she's a witch and yeah. she's behind this. Uh, Tim picks up Wilson's hat and the pentagram, and his uh, his fez hat is underneath it. The, no. am- the amulet's gone. Um, the other cop comes in. We find out Wilson changed his will. Tim is the sole beneficiary. Uh, Wilson was, of course, rich. Do you think Wilson would be rich? I mean. <laughs> I, the, the thing that he gets that
0: makes no sense Is a uranium mine Yeah in South America I mean explain that uh, I mean maybe some of the stuff that he has in his house Has you know that's hanging up on the walls Might be worth something But yeah I don't know
1: I guess you assume a guy that doesn't work And is not that old is kind of well off But I He always, doesn't have he, to support Judith or anything Because he kicked her to the curb Yeah or Willow He's definitely <laughs> sending checks to Willow once a month though. Who are we kidding and she's, yeah. like, she's like acting like she doesn't want them, but really she, she cashes them every month. You know, that old song and dance. Um, I'm surprised
0: that it wasn't Agatha's name in the will, you know? That would have made more sense, but... Yeah, but then Tim's not a suspect, you know? Didn't yeah, but how do we... I mean, Agatha wants the money, I bet. How's she going to come back and get it? That's the real question. That is uh, Bewitched 2 coming at the end of this season.
1: Bewitched uh, with Will Ferrell and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> The terrible movie no one wanted uh tim's axe is in the door it has his name on it he's about to get arrested end of scene go ahead i like how they say like you're not a suspect yet
0: yeah as you said tim is arrested and uh later he's being questioned there's a spotlight and interrogation is this at wilson's house
1: yeah which again is like this wouldn't hold up in court that's what i wrote (laughs) my notes that's why i don't think these are real cops I'm just telling you, at
0: the end, there are sirens, there are lights. You can fake that, Jordan. Uh, I guess. Go just... to Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> it's all there. This seems,
1: this seems like a line that they're crossing. Anyway, Well, I, my, one of my beef, beefs with the episode is the ending, because it's just too fast. It does wrap up pretty quickly. This, this cliffhanger should have been Tim in jail. <laughs> that would be awesome. We're going to give but him the electric chair. That would make this my favorite episode of Home Improvement, if Tim went to jail.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I mean, that's all I have, really, for that scene. Tim outlines his theory of, like, what he thinks is going on. So,
1: Well, Mozart is hurting Tim's case.
0: Yeah, that bird. Yeah. Now, is that bird mechanical, or is there a
1: person there? All right. Do, we, do I need to <laughs> explain quite a bit to you about how this worked? <laughs> I think it's a real bird.
0: Alright, anyway. At the Taylors. Getting towards the end here. Tim is heading back over with the cops. Al and Heidi are in the room like in the kitchen with everybody waiting to see what goes down, so they I have didn't to scream. Yeah, she's sitting on the counter.
1: She's get involved too, huh? Alright. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants to
0: see Tim in
1: trouble here. Where's Scott? Hey, Scott, you out <laughs> hound dogging around on Halloween? I bet he is. Nathan Jay's got a little two for one drink special for you, Scott, you sicko. <laughs>
0: spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, Brad and Jill. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I was just trying to remember what happens next. <laughs> Brad spoiler and Jill. Spoiler alert,
1: I have no idea what happened.
0: Go ahead. No, spoiler alert was you're talking about what happens next episode. Oh, it
1: is? We are really connecting today. You know, it's almost like we, this is our first one, not our 180th. No, that's because I'm sitting in a new location. That's true. Hey, you, everything's thrown off. You do seem distracted. Um, so you were saying that I was spoiling. Okay, so in, let's, let's, let's sort of go back on that. You were saying, <laughs> spoiler alert, because my Scott was at Nathan J's joke. You were saying that that was what happened next episode.
0: That is, that is a reference to the next episode and Scott's behavior
1: it actually is truly yes so
0: i wasn't that crazy you just weren't picking up what i was laying
1: down so i'm basically clairvoyant
0: nope i think you watched it
1: i haven't watched it no okay that's That's funny because we were gonna record two this week yeah but not today right all right (laughs) i mean i already screwed up our end of show (laughs) Jordan, I have neck problems and allergies. Things are tough. What happened to that UB game? Are you sure you didn't touch it? (laughs) (laughs) No, it touched me.
0: Okay. So Brad and Jill are acting casual here, which is always kind of funny. They're like whistling Dixie and whatever. Yeah. Uh, The cops come in with Tim. They're asking if Jill can corroborate. Yeah, Tim was there all night except for 45 minutes in the middle of the night. This is kind of a funny exchange. They talk about how Tim was reading Hot Rod magazine. Okay. I thought
1: I, was he reading it though? Is that the implication?
0: He was looking at Hot Rod magazine. I thought first it was going to be a joke that he was just like in the can for 45 minutes and then they bring up the Hot Rod magazine and then I just don't know if they're talking about him enjoying the Hot Rod or him enjoying maybe something else.
1: I think <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think we're supposed to think that he uh, yeah, I did that, and then the cops for forty-five minutes. Come on, Tim. <laughs> and also, then the cops. That's gross. <laughs> it's at a party. There's a million people. Maybe that's his fetish. Who knows? Well, the funny
0: thing is, the cops like once he mentions that he was looking at the hot red magazine, they just like agree. They're, they're like, like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we check out
1: parties all the time."
0: <laughs> that checks out. But uh, yeah, I guess that's not enough for them because they're taking Tim down to the station until they can see. More of what's going on. Yeah. Um, they go over to the backyard because I think somebody sees something. Right? Is somebody calling? A guy from, co- from the a guy side? comes in
1: and is like, "You're not going to believe this." <laughs> Mother of God!
0: <laughs> we see Agatha in Wilson's yard, but she's not Agatha. She's Mary from the crime lab, and she yeah. doesn't look like a witch at all. And she doesn't know Tim at all. Yeah. So Tim's story is falling apart. Everybody thinks he's crazy.
1: Yeah
0: um jill does not come to his defense she says there is some resemblance but she's not sure they yeah. find out that wilson has been murdered and for some reason they need the murderer or jill <laughs> or whoever to id the body and they roll it in the backyard <laughs> this is not.
1: Me. i've been led to believe this is not protocol <laughs> <laughs> this is not in the handbook you know what mcintyre doesn't play by the rules that's true yeah that's
0: what got him in the hot water in the first like place. like Burt Macklin,
1: you know. Macklin, McIntyre. Any connection? Maybe.
0: I think so. They ID the body. They bring in Wilson. And as they're... <laughs> this is funny, too, because they just, you know, they have the white blanket over him. Yeah. And they just show, like, his eyes, so they're not showing his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P- pretty funny. And then Wilson jumps up, scares Tim. Everyone has a laugh except for Tim, who I think dies of a heart attack.
1: Yeah, and okay, this is my problem. We need a little bit of an explanation here. Instead, it's just, like, roll credits. And and obviously we get the thing at the end, but, like, come on, like, are these actors? Is Like, I need a line where Wilson's like, yeah, I got some of it, my buddy's down at the precinct to help me out, or, like, yeah, I like, is he actually dating Agatha slash Mary, or no?
0: Yeah, uh, we don't have an explanation. I guess we're gonna have to see if Agatha's there. Bugs me.
1: I don't know, I didn't like it.
0: Uh... So yeah, I, I mean, think that is... it, I, you know it, to go with your actress, actor, actress thing. You know, mm-hmm. if these cops are actors, maybe Magatha's part of that
1: whole thing. Well, I could have used a little bit more out of there. Okay, final scene. This is not necessary, honestly. Like we we said it earlier, like Wilson's. It's like the side yard. Uh, it undercuts what what just the whole happened. Whole episode's about. And it's also not even really clear what's happening. Um, Mozart is on a power line wire. Turn on a wire. Bird on a wire of course classic classic doc um and tim is going to get him for wilson uh a body falls down hard on the ground we are meant to think it's tim wilson rushes over and tim pops out from behind the bushes it's fake and the halloween king is resumed roll credits fade to black did not like that like you said it undercuts it and it's just like it's not even that good you know it's not that fun yeah no, they should have just ended with Wilson, but... Roll credits fade to black. Uh, <laughs> that metal to Mozart, I guess. <laughs> is that the one you have to pick? Uh, double, double, Tim's in trouble, maybe, as well. Nah, 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 whatever.
0: Adam, it's a spooky night out, but I think we Ooh. should... <laughs> I think we should uh, take a little stroll down to Castle's Corner, see what the uh,
1: see what the old house is up to. I think... Really well said, yeah, we should do Haunted that. House. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, sure, Jordan, I'll start. Um, you know, I liked it. I, I, I'm a sucker for the Halloween apps. We'll find out how much I liked it in comparison to the other ones in just a oh, few minutes. Oh, I can't minutes. wait to find out. I know you are on pins <laughs> and needles. Um, what did I like about this? Oh, you know, I like the... It's it's a it's a little bit like crazy for you where they're pranking Tim and it's sort of elaborate and we we're in on the joke but Tim's not and it's a little bit mysterious and and I do like that dynamic I think the cops <clears throat> are quite a bit of fun uh, both performances are good uh, there's some good jokes in this one Jill's butt getting complimented by the um, palm reader for, fortune teller palm reader uh, it's funny. Um, Tim's costume is good. The costumes are all really good. There's some good laughs to be had. Um, yeah, and I just like the central convict. I'm a sucker for the Halloween episodes. It's not maybe as scary as some of them are, um, but, uh, you know, I put a put a bit of money into this. The party looks good. Um, I like the performance of the witch slash lab examiner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Couldn't help but have some questions at the end as far as were they cops, were they actors, what's the relationship between Wilson and these people uh, and, the, and Agatha, but, uh, you know, I guess I'm not supposed to worry about that. So in the end, I had a good time watching a Halloween episode, and uh, I thought it was pretty well done. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty good, too. It's not as creepy, mm-hmm. um, because I think all along we kind of get, you know, once we see Wilson and the cops, we get that this is not a real thing. I guess they could have made it creepier by not having that show up or whatever and then it would have been more like crazy for you where we just kind of are creeped out by Rose but they went a different route so it's a little bit different there Um, I guess the torture chamber stuff yeah you're right that's not very good it's okay I think it's unique in what they do on home like on tool time so it's a little bit different so that's kind of nice you know different than what they usually do but yeah I don't know it's we saw that coming uh, Mark's alive, but only for a moment. So I guess that's keeping that one running a little bit. But yeah, it's it's overall a pretty good episode. Sure, there's logistical questions. Time is always an enigma on this show, and mm-hmm. it continues to be here. But you know, it's a Halloween episode, so I guess we can we can let that go. So
1: yeah,
0: with that, Adam, I think we have to rank all the Halloween episodes. We have to.
1: Everyone's been clamoring for it. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, we're going to this with the Halloween ones and the Christmas ones, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, Jordan, pre-show, I was pretty juiced to do this. I was very <laughs> prepared and ready to go.
0: You I put a definitely, lot
1: of thought into this. You definitely didn't forget, Yeah, for sure.
0: You definitely didn't forget. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know exactly how you want to do this. Do you want to talk about what's your number one, or do you just want to go through? Let's go seven to one. Seven to one. Okay.
1: Uh, do Do we go back and forth? Let's go back and forth
0: okay i'm gonna start with my number seven okay go ahead and then you can tell me where yours is listed
1: okay where i have that episode yes. yeah good thinking yeah. yeah
0: we can figure this out we've yep. done this 182 times mm-hmm. <coughs> number seven on my list is borland ambition
1: ding 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 <laughs>
0: and number one reason for that is because i don't even remember really what happens in yeah what's going on
1: with this one i don't remember it at all
0: Yeah, so I looked it up, and it says Brad and Randy try to beat Mark in a costume contest. I do remember Mark being dressed up as Al, Yeah. and uh, Mark wins that costume because Al's mom was the head judge. Other than that, I'm pretty sure this is the episode where Al buys a stake in Harry's hardware, which is not Halloween-related at all.
1: Yeah, so it's like half a Halloween episode, and for that, it's number seven.
0: That's right. Silly. Just silly. What's number six on your list?
1: Uh, Number six is A Night to Dismember. Hey, two for two. Wow, okay. Yeah, this is uh, last season's Halloween episode. Um, It's not terrible. I mean, it's better than Borland Ambition in that I remember what happens. Like, it has a distinct Halloween theme. The the gap
0: between seven and six is large.
1: Significant gap, yeah. Um, Mark is making a movie about the tailor, or he's making a movie for... I don't know if it's school or recreation or whatever, but uh, yeah, it's his family's involved. You got Dr. Wilson's sign and stuff. And then there's sort of that. It's just like a stupid, it's just a stupid idea for an episode because it's like, is Mark actually going to kill us? Is our son actually a murderer? Blah, blah, blah. Kind of contrived, kind of forced. It's not that scary. And um, you know, Mark is the, is the focal point. So that's kind of a problem.
0: Yeah. It also seems like Mark is going to kill them. And then when they call him on it, he's like, no, and like, that's kind of the end of it. You guys
1: don't trust me. It's like, yeah, because you're weird. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know. You were just, you were insisting on using a real knife and stuff, man.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. At least now he's more normal, you know, recording his brother's sexual escapades than watching it <laughs> to himself. You know,
0: he's really leveled off. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, number five for me. And you know what? I don't know. I feel like one through five, maybe there's a clear number one, number two for me. Yeah, but agree. three through five are interchangeable. Okay. So five is bewitched. What we just watched, um, we talked about that for the last hour or so. So I'm yeah. not going to rehash all of that. But it's okay. a good episode. Yeah, some some lingering questions that we
1: didn't get resolved, but pretty good. I had bewitched at number three. Um, oh, so I guess I liked it more um, in terms of why. You know, probably some recency bias, but like. I just felt like in comparison to four and five, which I I did research and there's just maybe more of a strong Halloween theme in this. Mm, That's a good point. This has, this is Halloween from start to finish. Um, whereas the other ones, there's maybe there's some other things going on. So I like the, the pure Halloween aspect of it and the conflict is good and it's fun, the costumes and so on and so forth. You just heard us talk about it. So I'm not going to go through it again, but uh, that was my number three. It's funny. I looked at, a couple of blogs that have this
0: ranking and they had bewitched pretty low and I didn't quite understand that after watching it So
1: I guess it's probably just the belief that the show got worse as time goes on but, um, I guess so yeah, They Dumb, that's why, we're the, that's why we're the Home Improvement Kings
0: <laughs> That's right
1: Alright, what's your number 4? Uh, my number 5 actually Oh, is, you're number 5, you right. uh, The Haunting of Taylor House
0: Really? I have that at number 2
1: Okay uh, Go ahead and talk about why you had it at number 2
0: well, I mean it's it's the OG mm-hmm. Halloween episode. Yeah. So that's very important. Uh I just remember thinking it very funny when you have like uh Jennifer Sadarsky like spurn Brad for yeah. this Danny boy, and then yeah. Danny gets punked in the basement. I think we all like to see when the kid who's like annoying and a jerk get his comeuppance and yeah. he does. So he does, that's always yeah. good. Yeah. Um yeah. Other than that, I mean, just being just being kind of the the first Halloween episode they tried, and they had a good scary setup in the basement, so that was good.
1: I liked it. You know, um, I guess uh, the par- I favor another party a little bit more, and we'll get to that in a second. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ryder Strong is, is a is a real shithead, and uh, he gets he g- takes his medicine, so I like that. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's an early home improvement episode in that it's very like wholesome and kind of simple yeah. and and you know like you said I drag think zero skinny.
0: references to sex which they've kind of thrown out the window now.
1: Good lord, yeah, this is basically like Dharma and Greg you know, watching this show. <laughs> uh, my parents thought Dharma and Greg was so lewd. It's funny looking back. Um, I don't like that show either, but uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Nana Stein or whatever the Tim Nana. Yeah, it's not his strongest not my outfit. Favorite. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. These are all, these are all good from, from five down. So,
0: all right. Uh, I guess my number four then is Let Them Eat Cake. Ding, in ding, which ding. Yeah, in which uh, there is another party, and this is Brad's party. Come mm-hmm. get it. Yep. He has a Halloween party while his parents are at an award ceremony. Yeah. And then I, I think there's a lot of great things about this. So, hell yeah. Jill is dressed up as a dinosaur. I yeah. think that's just a classic costume. Yeah. She just, it's just a great costume for her to wear. Mm-hmm. Um,. It's not as pure Halloween, you know, as some of these other ones that we've no, talked about. No, it's and, not. But it, it's still pretty funny, and uh, I, I just remember Brad is, like, really making out on the couch in this episode.
1: He, Him and that girl that looked like Monica Lewinsky are straight going at it, like... It's pretty wild. It wouldn't surprise me if they started dating after the fact or something, because, like, yeah, it's pretty serious, and he's, like, not that old. Um... No, it, your point about this not being as much Halloween as some episodes is true, but I think the party aspect of this is just, like, it's probably my favorite party they've had on Home Improvement. Like, I, I don't know, from, I just like that sequence. It's just, like, it's very 90s. You got Jason there, you got people, like, drinking, like, the guy walks and talking about butts or, like, you know, can I, can I get yeah. a butt from you? And that's funny. Tim and Jill coming home in the costumes is, is a funny kind of reveal. Um, How come everybody else wasn't in costumes at the party? too cool uh yeah too cool it's not a halloween party it's a uh, makeout make out party
0: <laughs> <laughs> the costumes would just get in the way
1: i don't know that the stuff with the award ceremony is that good but i guess for me just the party stuff is is so good that it, it sort of makes up for that so okay what is your number three i did my number three it's bewitched so okay. uh i'd be jumping down to two do you want me to do that uh i got number three here okay still, so we should talk yeah. about that yes
0: i was a teenage taylor that was my number two so. okay so this is a great episode yeah. um lots of pranks and stuff but uh larry hankin as clifford warren is yes. just classic and very good performance <clears throat> yeah. this is the one where i think you know clifford warren basically is a, a, an escapee from a mental institution he used to live at the taylor's house and apparently mm-hmm. murdered someone there so he's coming back yeah and I think Al maybe blows it here, so it doesn't quite work out, but they still they still prank the boys in the attic anyway. So it, it's good. There's lots of pranks, pranks are plenty. But uh, Clifford Warren is really what made this number three for me
1: yeah this one's actually scary i feel like in the end when the boys are up in the attic um it's a good sequence well directed well shot uh, pretty spooky yeah it's all about larry hank and clifford warren um it's a fun idea he's a scary guy i mean usually unless, <laughs> except for billy madison where he's just eating those donuts but uh, i like that guy i like that performance um yeah it's it's pretty simple it's he makes the episode and, and then the final sequence where tim turns the table or tim and jill turn the table on the boys is, is very very solid so, mm-hmm. that brings us to our number one. No no shocker here. Consensus. Right? <clears throat> Crazy for you, right? Crazy for you. You want to uh, talk about it? You know, we've talked a lot about this one. It's, for me, you know, I knew when we were going to make this list that this was going to be the number one. Um, this is the episode where uh, there's, Tim has a secret admirer named Rose, and... Um, it's just very very scary, very tense. Um it's well directed too. We get a lot of like close-ups of Tim's face at the party. It's disorienting. It feels almost like a Mask of the Red Death Edgar Allan Poe thing. Mm-hmm. Um I really liked that the episode didn't let us in on the on the plan so early. You know Bewitched mm-hmm. Bewitched does and I don't think that that's a, an issue necessarily. But this episode you really don't know what's happening for I mean, until the final reveal, you're not really sure, um, and it's just a really, really well executed sequence of Tim leaving the party, going upstairs, and uh, discovering that I think it, I think it's Al dressed as Rose in the end. Is that right? Yeah, I guess that's right. Okay, I was yeah, trying to remember so that too. That's the reveal, but it's very, very scary <clears throat> until you yeah, get there. I don't,
0: so. I don't have much to add, but yeah, yeah, it's it's like the creepiest one of them all, right? Yeah. Like you said, we're not let in. Tim is very scared. Yeah, uh, as things kind of move on, and, and Rose is roses, creepy. There's I think it's less. It.
1: I think it, they're trying for less jokes as well to kind of undercut the horror, yeah. which is they commit. Yeah, whereas Bewitched, which I did have number three, so I liked it, but they, you know, it's very, very jokey, which is not a problem again, but it's just, it's just like, different. It's, it's just, just different
0: from what you're looking for here.
1: Yeah. Yep. So that's it. Yeah, that's cool. it. That's that our fun. list. So uh
0: would love to hear, you know, if people have a different favorite Halloween episode. Mm-hmm we know we're right but you can tell us if you think we're wrong and with that we're going to go to social media reach out to us at the home and podcast and let us know your favorite halloween episode of home improvement um we're on youtube facebook all that good stuff i think we just released a video about the time that dave Chappelle was on home improvement and all the stuff that went there and went wrong with his show buddies that's a good one to watch and we have a couple other videos there as well you can support us on Patreon at patreoncom podcast, where we will do in June. We have another episode coming up. I don't know what yet, but we're going to be doing something new. It's your pick, so, Jordan. So it's yeah, well, well, well. We'll see what I come
1: up with. So, Adam, what's going on on Twitter? Uh, you know, I got Twitter back on my phone, so more action. Um, <laughs> I'd love to hear about this poll that you didn't want to share earlier. Uh, I got two polls. Let me start with a, a better one. Uh, where do we stand on Trudy? I asked our listeners. 23 total votes. What do you think they said? I don't even know the options. Oh, sorry. Yay or nay? (laughs) (laughs) I think they're going to say yay because that's what Al ends up with her. 56.5% said yay, 43.5% said nay. So, kind of split. There you go. Um,. I said, does anyone know where Mark went? Either a fictitious answer or in real life when he disappeared for three episodes of season th- of season eight. Uh, Sarah Shortstuff said, wow, I never noticed. Ask PR. Uh, Filthy Frank Costanza said he went on a rave bender with his goth friends. Got it. <laughs> uh, Twitty Britty said, I would also be very interested in where Jill's friends went. Karen, Marie, Patty, they were just gone. Fair point. Yeah, they bounced. I feel like...
0: Uh, Maybe they didn't mention, I feel like Karen moved away or something, but maybe they they didn't even mention it.
1: Yeah, who cares? Uh, (laughs) You're more interested, if I recall, you're more interested in Patty. (laughs) I mean, if we're being real, you know who I'm the most interested in. (laughs) I will not even go there. Nancy, Easy. Um, All right, what else we got here? Okay, this is good. This was very satisfying for me, Jordan. Um, I'm a little afraid to do <laughs> what it is. So. I asked Carmen "Was there any thought behind naming your love interest for season eight, Trudy, and your real life wife being named Tootie?" He said, "The writer's Easter egg." Oh. I bet. I bet I'm the first one to get that. Wow. And guess what I said? Consider- are you gonna? Are you gonna add that to IMDb trivia? I said, "Consider this egg cracked." Um, <laughs> no, it's too much work. it's a lot of work they make it harder than it needs to be that is Um, true scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up okay my poll I I just wanted to know what people wanted us to cover for the start of this episode Uh, I gave them options and here are the options disturbing movies I'll just give you the results 13.6% said scary bad meals we've had so no one wanted to hear us talk about that (laughs) that's a shock 22.7% 22.7% said disturbing movies. Hmm. 22.7% said serial killers. 40.9% said best Halloween costumes. So we kind of did it at the end of the show. So they're probably satisfied, right? Best, Hall- best Halloween costumes on the show? You know, I meant for us personally, but people seem to interpret it as um, the like for the kids and the cast.
0: Yeah, that's probably the best way to go anyway. Yeah.
1: Um, other than that, that's really it.
0: All right. Well, I'm glad to hear that you have Twitter on your phone again. Um, for now. It's
1: like you and Netflix. It's on an
0: as-needed basis. <laughs> I'll tell you, I do not have Twitter on my phone, wow. and for good reason. Yeah. All right. You mentioned this earlier, but uh, I guess we should talk about next week's episode, huh?
1: Man, I. That is crazy because I, in earnest, have not watched it. I have no idea what it's about. So. All right. Yeah. Well, it is called, not so great, Scott. <gasps> Not great, Bob. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Looking forward to it. I don't... Have we seen Scott before? This is the
0: first appearance of Scott. Not the first mention, of course, but...
1: Well, I look forward to that. Jordan, thank you for joining me, listeners. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a spooky good time (laughs) for the final time. And I guess I should say take care. Take care, everybody.